Do women make false accusations against men? Yes, they do. People on the left would tell you it's exceedingly rare. People on the right would tell you it's not as rare as you think. The reality is we just don't know how many instances of accusations are actually false. We really don't. Michael Avenatti was arrested yesterday for felony domestic violence, and he claimed it is all a lie and he will be exonerated by investigation. But this is the same man who brought forth charges against Brett Kavanaugh, which were later recanted. It seems now that Michael Avenatti is learning the hard way that due process is extremely important for this reason, that sometimes, yes, people will make false accusations against you. Now, look, I don't know whether or not the accusations made against Avenatti are real or fake, but he is claiming they're not true. So today, we're going to take a look at this story about Michael Avenatti, but I'm going to start with a very real story about a man who was recently falsely accused. This story is only from a few days ago, and I want you to sit and listen to what it means when you falsely accuse someone or when you deny that these things happen. But before we get started, please go to patreon.com forward slash TimCast to help support my work. Patrons are the backbone of the content I create, so if you like these videos and you want to see more, then go to patreon.com forward slash TimCast and become a patron today. The big news is about Michael Avenatti, but what you may not have heard is the small story from New Orleans, a local story about a man who was in tears because he was falsely accused. Fortunately, he had evidence that exonerated him. This is a story about how a selfie saved a man from 99 years in prison. The morning of September 22nd, 2017, Christopher Procopia went to work at a lumber yard in Georgetown. By the end of the day, he was in jail facing 99 years in prison, but he didn't know why. Why had police come to his work and arrested him? Why was he being accused of these horrible crimes? Who was accusing him? She said he broke into her home in Temple. She said he sliced an X into her chest with a box cutter. She said it happened on September 20th, 2017, around 7.20 p.m. Procopia knew he didn't do it. He knew he couldn't have done it. On the night of the alleged attack, he was with his mother, Erin, at a Northwest Austin hotel about 65 miles from the accuser's home. I'm thinking, this is awesome. By the grace of God, she said it happened on the day when I can say totally 100% where he was at, Erin Procopia said. There were sworn affidavits from several people who were with him that evening. There were pictures to prove it, and they were posted on Facebook, timestamped, geolocated, an alibi. Most of the time we deal with gray matters, attorney Rick Flores said. It's not normally black or white, but this is one of those cases where I could definitely prove he did not commit this offense. And this is what he said to the local news outlet when interviewed. I was constantly fearful as to what could happen the next day. I was going to sleep hoping I wouldn't wake up to try just to get away from it. He had a selfie. He had evidence. He clearly didn't do it. So why was he accused? Honestly, we just don't know. And sometimes we'll never know. But we do know it was a false accusation. That's why it's extremely important. When we heard about these accusations against Brett Kavanaugh, we require evidence that it happened. This man was lucky. He had a selfie proving where he was. He had witnesses proving where he was. But the selfie really was the linchpin in getting him exonerated. But he still had to pay bail. He still got arrested, and he still had to pay for a lawyer. It was still damaging to his life. We learned recently that several of the accusers brought forth against Kavanaugh had admitted to fabricating their stories, and they were brought forth by this man, Michael Avenatti, who interestingly now has been arrested on suspicion of domestic violence. It would seem that Avenatti is learning the hard way that we absolutely must have due process. From BuzzFeed, Stormy Daniels' attorney, Michael Avenatti, has been arrested on suspicion of domestic violence. 
Avenatia Fixture on cable news and a frequent Trump critic was in Los Angeles police custody as of Wednesday afternoon. In a statement, he said, I have never been physically abusive in my life. Speaking to reporters outside an LAPD station, he reiterated that he looked forward to a full investigation, saying, I have never struck a woman. I never will strike a woman. I am not going to be intimidated from stopping what I am doing. News of his arrest was first reported by TMZ, which had initially reported that his estranged wife was involved. In a statement to BuzzFeed News, though, attorneys for Lisa Story Avenatti refuted that report. Both of Avenatti's ex-wives have come to his defense saying he has never been abusive, he would never strike them, he's a very nice guy, and they stand by him. However, this story from May 24th says that Michael Avenatti's wife swore in court that he is emotionally abusive. Now, emotionally abusive is in the eye of the beholder. It's very different from being physically abusive. And if both of his ex-wives are coming to his defense, honestly, I'm going to say... I believe Michael Avenatti. I really don't think this story will hold water. It's hard to know what's going on for sure. Maybe he did. Maybe he didn't attack this woman. He's claiming, apparently, according to TMZ, that the woman hit him first. So maybe he did hit her, though in a statement he said he didn't hit her. And this is why due process is so damn important. When you look at that first story, that young man crying, he was falsely accused. Why? We don't know. And we don't know how many, how many accusations are actually false. But he was the victim. In this instance, we don't know whether or not Michael Avenatti actually did this, but I believe it's safe to say he's learning the hard way that what he did to Brett Kavanaugh was wrong. Sure, you can bring forth the accusers, but when one of the witnesses claims that Avenatti twisted her words, Julie Swetnick says she walks back some of her claims in an NBC interview, and another man unrelated to Avenatti actually said he made the whole thing up, and another woman claimed she made the whole thing up. You could actually damage someone's life, their reputation, their families, their careers, with false accusations. We cannot walk towards a future where we are willing to throw away due process, lest we want to imprison innocent people for no reason. And keep in mind, when you arrest the wrong person, that means the guilty party goes free because you think you caught the guilty party. It's really important then that we have due process to make sure guilty people get punished and innocent people do not. Upon posting bail Wednesday night, Avenatti got in front of the cameras and gave an uncharacteristically very brief and very succinct statement asserting his innocence, stressing that he's been an advocate for women's rights his entire career, insisting that he will not be intimidated and reminding people that he has two daughters. He said, I'm going to make this very brief and very succinct. First of all, I want to thank the hardworking men and women of the LAPD for their professionalism and their work today. They had no option in light of these allegations. Secondly, I have never struck a woman. I never will strike a woman. I have been an advocate for women's rights my entire career, and I'm going to continue to be an advocate. I am not going to be intimidated from stopping what I am doing. I am a father to two beautiful, smart daughters. I would never disrespect them by touching a woman inappropriately or striking a woman. I am looking forward to a full investigation, at which point I am confident that I will be fully exonerated. I also want to thank everyone for their support that has reached out. You know my character, you know me as a man, and I appreciate it. Thank you. He said on Twitter, I want to be clear, I did not commit domestic violence, nor have I ever committed domestic violence. I did not strike any woman, nor have I ever. I did not strike my ex-wife in the face, nor did I hit anyone else in the face. I am a decent man, and I look forward to being exonerated. Naturally, many people on the right were quick to jump at his tweets saying, what happened to believe all women? Because that's what Avenatti has been pushing ever since he brought forward allegations against Brett Kavanaugh. And now there are people who actually support Michael Avenatti, who brought forth allegations, who said believe all women, who are believing Avenatti over the woman who actually accused him. According to TMZ, there was a woman with bruise on her face and he yelled, she hit me first, which seems to imply he did hit her. Is he lying? I don't know. 
TMZ actually is relatively good at what they do when covering this kind of salacious gossip. I don't think TMZ is lying, but they did get the story wrong in the beginning by claiming it was his estranged wife who came out and said, no, it was not her, and she hadn't seen him for months. So perhaps TMZ is wrong in this regard. What's really interesting about this is how it ties into the whole hoax against Robert Mueller by Jacob Wall and Surefire Intelligence. Michael Avenatti tweeted, first Mueller and now me. When we are fully exonerated, I am coming for you, Jacob Wall, aka Surefire. And Surefire Intelligence, which is the firm connected to Jacob Wall, which brought forth the allegations against Robert Mueller, said, Surefire Intelligence strikes again in response to the news that Michael Avenatti had been arrested for felony domestic violence and is currently in LAPD custody. It's really convenient, actually, for Michael Avenatti that Surefire made this tweet. Before Surefire said anything, there was actually doubt. A lot of people said maybe Michael Avenatti really did this. I mean, look, if we're going to believe all women, then we need to wait for an investigation before judging what's going on. A lot of people just won't believe Avenatti. They'll say, you know what? He's an abuser. No matter what, we do believe women. Some people are going to wait for evidence. And some people who just like him because he's anti-Trump will support him no matter what. Even when he brings forth false allegations against Kavanaugh. And then when he is accused, they will just side with him anyway. But with Jacob Walls, surefire intelligence making this tweet, you now have plausible deniability. And many people are going to say, boom, there's the proof. This was a hoax against Michael Avenatti to damage his reputation. This may actually be good for him. However, he's tainted. End of story. This will be on his record forever. If he does want to run in 2020, he will have to deal with this allegation against him, whether it's true or false, it will be brought up time and time again. No matter what he does, this will haunt him. The original story about Procopia, who was falsely accused, ends by asking, guilty until proven innocent. The question still remained, why had Procopia been arrested and had police done a thorough investigation? There was hard evidence. It just needed to be found. You're going to hear all about Michael Avenatti, and you're probably not going to hear about Procopia. And it's really sad because we don't know what happened with Avenatti, but he's famous. So people will come to his defense no matter what. But in the real world, for the average person, when they're falsely accused, they get arrested, they go to jail, and they have to hire a lawyer. And this is why people like Avenatti should learn a lesson the hard way. It's why bringing forth accusations without merit that are later proven to be false are damaging. They're damaging for actual victims. They're damaging to our justice system, and they hurt innocent people. So hopefully, This will be a reckoning for Michael Avenatti. And in the future, he will take things more seriously, but I kind of just don't think so. I think Avenatti is in it for the political game, and that's what he's all about. So he's going to say what he needs to say to win. He's going to say what he needs to say to earn followers and build up his public persona. And I don't think he's going to learn anything. This is just more political campaigning as far as anyone's concerned, at least in my opinion. But let me know what you think in the comments below. We'll keep the conversation going. How do you feel about this? I wanted to lead with the story about a real false accusation because this story just dropped a few days ago. And this is what happens in the real world with your average citizen. They don't get the big press conference. They don't get TMZ coming out and reporting what happened. They don't have a chance to hold a press conference to say it's not true. But Michael Avenatti does. Why? Did he give an opportunity to Brett Kavanaugh? Did he follow the idea of due process when he was bringing forth accusers who he later learned to have recanted or even fully recanted their stories? He didn't because it's politics. And that's why I don't trust these people. But what are you going to do about it? Comment below. We'll keep the conversation going. You can follow me on Twitter at TimCast. Stay tuned. New videos every day at 4 p.m. And I've got more videos coming up on my second channel, youtube.com slash TimCastNews at 6 p.m. Again, thanks for hanging out and I'll see you all next time.